Welcome or welcome back to Lights On Podcast. If you like what you hear, please tap into your generosity, rate us five star, and share. I'm your host, Mitra Manesh. I'm a mindfulness storyteller and educator. I teach at UCLA's Semmel Institute for Neuroscience and Human Behavior Mindful Awareness Research Center. I'm also the founder of InnerMap, an innovative new mindfulness app. And I've been the coach to many knowns and unknowns of the world for the past 35 years, helping them to love, live, and lead more mindfully, joyfully, and peacefully. If you'd like to explore my work further, go to App Store and download and try InnerMap app for free, or simply visit mitramanesh.com. This is a special episode about coronavirus and who we want to be. So let me just start with uh, inviting you and sharing with you that our team here at InnerMap has decided to provide a bunch of free offerings to the global community in these special times, including, but not limited, to a three-month free subscription to our app. No payment information and no auto-subscription is required. Pure free gift from our heart at InnerMap to you. To access this and other offerings, please go to innermap.me, that is one word, I-N-N-E-R-M-A-P dot me, and click on COVID-19 gift. And just follow the direction, and please follow the direction, because then we need to have a very elaborate customer service in order to guide you. Okay, now on to the podcast. Many of us these days seem to be rattled and fearful because we have no idea what's happening. We don't know when it's going to end. And more importantly, we really don't know what this experience is like. It's a new experience. We've never been here. I think for the first time, the true aspect of everything being impermanent and not solid and, and in our control is hitting us. And all of these things that are happening are taking us to the fear land, to the survival land, to a place that we just run around and do not feel that we have a sense of what we're feeling or saying or doing, which is very normal and common. Of course, we've never been through something like this in such a global perspective. This was an epidemic that frightened us, and then it really turned into a pandemic, which is even more uh, frightening. So we have every reason, every right to be fearful. However, if we stay in that fearful place and fearful land, then we probably will suffer more, even if we do not get hit by the virus itself. So there is a choice here. What I'm saying is that we do not need to stay in this place. And you may argue with me and say, well, no, we want to survive. What do you mean go out of my survival mode? My invitation to you is to really realize that there are two ways and two places from which 
we can actually attend to our survival. The first place is the uh, natural autopilot place that we go to fearful place, which is, by the way, how we know there is a danger. So if we're driving and a car turns right in front of us, immediately our body tells us that. Our heart goes faster, our body starts shaking, everything changes, which is a great thing to be tuned into because otherwise we won't know that there is a danger coming. But we can't stay in that state. If we are rattled all the time, then our body or our mind or or even the whole system may not be able to sustain this severe uh, sense of danger. So where do we go? What is the second option? So the first option was this fearful survival place that told us what was wrong, which is great, without which we don't know a danger is there. But then immediately we can go, or maybe after a while, doesn't need to be immediate, we can go to another place, which is a aware place where we can actually be grounded and survive. And this is the part that it's hard to remember at times like this, that when we are aware, when we have a hold of our feelings and thoughts and words and actions, we actually have a better chance to survive in a better way. So great to be in a survivor um, seat when there are dangers around us, but we need to switch to an aware, present place where we can actually see the bigger picture, that we can actually plan instead of just going on and on and on without understanding what the next action need to be, what the uh, next feeling and and uh, thoughts are coming and what do we do with them. So let me give you a three-step to this. The first step to understanding that you may have been staying too long in the survival land or the fearful land, they're both the same, is to understand that you're suffering. What do I mean by suffering? Either your body tells you that something is not right or your mind is going on and on, perpetually thinking, especially fearful thoughts, or the way you're feeling is telling you that this is not sustainable. So the first step is to acknowledge. So one, I say, yes, my name is Mitra, and right now I am in fear land. And I've been here for a long time, apparently. Two is to really name what's going on for you. I am petrified, I am anxious, I am... What are you feeling right now? If you name your emotions, it always is helpful for your mind to settle down because mind loves to know. Once you give it a name, it settles down. It says, okay, I, I know I know what that is. I know what anxiousness is. I know what it feels to be petrified. So you give it a name. The third step is to ask yourself, but you need to create a pause to do that. Ask yourself, if that aware, grounded, present part of me was right here, right now, what would it be doing? Just that question. You don't even need to know the answer. I'm only inviting you to ask that question. The reason that is helpful 
is that when we ask that question, we create the possibility that there is a different aspect of us that may be available to us. And that possibility allows us to see an opening because in our frightened survival state, we truly believe that there are no other choices for us. That's why we're running and feeling and thinking the way we are. But when we ask this question, we're really telling ourselves, we're telling our body, we're telling our mind that there is a different option available to us. So these are the three steps. I repeat it one more time, and excuse me if you got it first time. I have a beautiful, diverse ability of learning called dyslexia that only allows me to comprehend things when they are very organized and sometimes when they're repeated. So sometimes to just help myself continue speaking, and because I'm speaking from no script right now, it's helpful when I repeat it. One, stop, acknowledge that you are not feeling well. Two, name your feeling. And it doesn't need to be accurate. It doesn't need to be diagnostic. It just needs to be a name that goes home for you. You can even use general names, not feeling well. And the third step is to ask yourself if the aware, grounded aspect of me was present right now, what would it be doing? What other choices would I have? And just leave it alone at that stage. And the interesting part of this whole process is that we sort of deep inside of us know that there is a different option available to us. But sometimes we only access it when we really, really have to. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever done scuba diving. It's very interesting. When you first go into the water, you can hear so much noise. There's so much rattling and you can hear the outer noise. You can hear the noises inside of the water. And it's quite, you know, difficult to handle. And then you go deeper and deeper and you get to a stage that there is silence there. There is a sense of groundedness. And it's the same with the way we're feeling. We're afraid of diving in. We're afraid of going into those waters that look and sound so rattled and so unsettled and so uncertain. But once we jump in and allow ourselves to go in, then a sense of um, peacefulness and quietness allows us to see things that we've never seen. A story comes to mind. Um, you know, uh, the Inner Map app basically does all of its teachings based on short, mindful stories. And there's a beautiful story called Fear. And the title is Who's Chasing Who? That is a story of actually a friend of ours that was bullied in school for a long time. And one day, this child took all of his food, beat him up, told him what to do. So he was really frightened of this bully. And one day, after school, when everybody has left the school, he comes to, there's a place that they did running. I think there was a field uh, for, for sport for, for the school. And he goes there waiting for his ride to arrive and suddenly sees 
that the bully is there. He gets really frightened because there is no one on the school grounds. It's just him and the bully. So he throws his bag and starts running because that's the only thing he knows what to do and how to do. He just runs from the bully. And he runs so fast and he runs so fiercely that all of the sudden he realizes, I think he has done laps over the bully, and he realizes that the bully is in front of him, not behind him. Beautiful moment. This is just, just imagine that you're running for your life, frightened and petrified that somebody's chasing you, and suddenly you realize that you actually are chasing that person. He's not chasing you, you're chasing him. And at that moment, he said that different feeling, different options, different power became available to him. And it's exactly like that. And of course, he he stops and faces his bully, and the bully loses all of his power. So you have to listen to it. The story is called Fear. But the reason I'm sharing this story with you is that life is very much like that, that we are afraid to face it. We run away from it. And at times like this especially, we're just running, but we don't even know that we have a power inside of us. There is an aspect of us that actually can handle everything that is happening. So the first statement is it's very difficult, it's challenging times, uncertain times, we have no idea, and I will buy all of that. But once those fearful, factual statements are done, there is a comma. This is not a period. This is a comma. Are happening, comma. I can handle it. I can handle it. When I access the aware, grounded, knowing self, I can handle it. And that's the gift that I would like to leave you with. So whatever you tell me, whatever statement that is happening in your place, in your home, in your city, in your environment, I accept it. I honor that. You may say you don't know what's happening in my situation. I've lost my job. I have no food at home. I have no support. And I understand all of that. But please, when you say these fearful, factual statements, make sure that you do not put a period after that. All of these you say, and then there is a comma. And after comma, you write, say, think, but I can handle it. Life is challenging, but I can handle it. These are uncertain times, but I can handle it. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I can handle it. And it is, in a way, you're allowing yourself to connect to the aware self, to the self that has access to a deeper power within you. And the very fact that you can even say that allows you to know that you have an option. So with that statement and with a lot of care and compassion in my heart, I would like to invite you 
that even though many things have been cancelled, postponed, and closed down, please remember that your love and connection has not been cancelled. And definitely you don't have to postpone your joy. And please make sure that your heart is not closed down. If this podcast has helped you, please tap into your generosity and share it with whoever that you care for. And don't forget to go to our website at innermap.me and acquire your three-month free membership gift from InnerMap team. Until the next time, in health and with love, this is Mitra Manesh. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.